Welcome to another episode of the Tennis Lifestyle Podcast. I'm Gianluca Sola, your host. Uh, today I interview Yari Bernardo. Yari um, is an old school friend of mine. We were in class together growing up. Um, it's a great interview. Yari have, has had an amazing tennis um, life full of um, incredible experiences. He still is fully involved in tennis. Um, he has a tennis school in Milan. Um, he is also the current coach of Marcelo Arevalo, who's a top um, doubles player. And he is the current also captain of the El Salvador Davis Cup team. Uh, he talks about uh, all the experiences he's had um, growing up playing tennis. Um, he uh, was also a player. Uh, he's coached many other players, including also Nicolas Massou, who is the current coach of Dominic Team. Um, he collaborated with Nick Boletieri and uh, played Davis Cup also for El Salvador. Um, so yeah, he's had some amazing experiences. Uh, last but not least, he also was um, the hitting partner, the practice partner for about a year uh, to be on Borg. So yeah, just imagine that, how cool that is. So he talks about all of that and uh, much more, and it was nice um, getting in touch with him again. And I think we will be um, talking with him more often because um, he's obviously also on the tour. So he can uh, give us some uh, stories and some insights once all the tournaments start again. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, remember to follow me, like the podcast, spread the word. Uh, I've started Instagram as well. Finally, I'm on Instagram, um, figuring that out. So you can follow me there. It's the Tennis Lifestyle Podcast. And I'm on Twitter. On uh, You can find me Gianluca Sola or G-L-S-O-L-A. So enjoy the episode and uh, ciao. Yari. Gianluca, hi, how are you? I'm fine. Uh, how are you? I'm okay here with a lot of heat here in Italy now. It's very hot. Very hot. Very hot these days, uh, yes. Uh, nice. Uh, no, we are in the southern hemisphere and yes. it's winter and it's very cold instead. So I'm a bit oh. jealous. Oh, wow. <laughs> how many degrees you have there now, uh, Gianluca? Uh, now it's um, uh, overnight. It can also get to zero, and oh, during wow. the day, it, it can be it can be anything between ten and twenty. So during the day, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not too bad. Y Yari, thank uh, you for coming on the show. I want sure. to just uh, thanks. I want to. Um, just introduce you briefly. Uh, we tried to do an interview last week, but yeah. there was some technical problems. So thanks yes. for, for trying again. <laughs> but anyway, Yari is, um, we know each other because we went to uh, Medie, which is middle school in Italy, many, many years ago. <laughs> and uh, that was outside of Milan in a small town called Lesmo. Um, I remember you were in my class and uh, you were 
you were the funny one. You were you were a very funny funny guy. I remember that. <laughs> so you funny. you were always joking and uh, uh, making lots of funny things. It, it it was a lot of fun. I also remember you were already a very good tennis player. Um, I remember yeah. you were uh, already serious and. Uh, uh, much better than me, for example, but uh, that's how we met. And then you obviously went on to do your tennis journey. And, um, you know, I, I sort of just continued with the high school and everything. Yes. Uh, but you can talk about these things later. I just want for the people who are listening. Uh, I mean, you have done some amazing tennis experiences, and I'm sure I'm not going to say all of them, but... Um, Amongst the ones I would like to say is, okay, you were a top 50 ITF junior player. Always yes. correct me if I'm wrong here because I get my info a bit okay. from everywhere. Correct. You were correct. An, an ATP player and an ATP coach, which you are already still now. Yes. Uh, cup player for El Salvador and the current captain of the Davis Cup team. Yes, Gianluca, yes, uh, I am. Yes, coach of Marcelo. Am I going to say his name right? Marcelo Arevalo. Good, good. You say it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're his coach. Uh, I mean, he's been doing very well in doubles lately. Yeah. In fact, I think in the Australian Open this year, he um, got to the quarterfinals. Yes, yes, um, it is. Yes. You were a traveling coach of Nicolas Massou who was a world number nine and who yes. is now also the current coach of Dominic team. Yes. Uh, you are the founder. I'm, I'm nearly finished there. Eh? You are the founder of Yari Fernando right. Tennis School, and yes. which is outside of Milan. You yes. were close a collaborator of Nick Boletieri. Yes. And last but not least, which must be, the dream tennis job for many people. You were a practice partner of Bjorn Borg. Yes, yes. Long time ago, yes. <laughs> when I was okay. I'm sure there's other things, but I think that's more than enough. Uh, it's, it's pretty incredible. And you are still obviously involved in tennis. Oh, um, we can talk about all of this, but... But just for starting, um, yes. what, what are you up to now? Are, are you planning to go to the U.S. Open? What, what is the situation? Uh, well, this, the U.S. Open um, is not really clear yet. It's not really clear yet. Um, the, the problem is that now uh, for people goes to U.S. Open, coming back to Europe, they might be under quarantine. So uh, during yesterday today and tomorrow the italian government will uh, will say something about this because if we have to go to the united states and come back and stay in quarantine for 40 days i think i think uh, nobody's gonna go to us open because it's gonna be because in europe the the let's say the tour this year is gonna be a little bit longer than the one in the united states because now they only they only got two tournaments cincinnati and us yes. open and that's it. Yes. So I, yeah. I, I think the Italian government government is gonna make a decision soon, and um, I think U.S. Open is okay. gonna be played. But 
if if the US Open is going to be played, me, myself, I'm not going to go. Uh, we okay. decide, me and Marcelo, it's better to stay here. It's better to stay here, to don't, to don't go there to risk a lot because the risk okay. is high. I don't know if you heard about the last, one of the last news, the US Open, the USDA wants for you, for everybody goes there, wants to uh, sign a paper that you... Yeah, you I saw that, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty tough yeah. like this decision. But I think the best thing for me to do is to stay here, to arrange everything I can for when Marcelo is coming to Europe because we're gonna play at least three, four tournaments before Roland Garros, and then we will okay. see. Because now uh, Marcelo is number eight in the world by team, so yes, we currently in. Uh, the master for the um, for the London final, the, so we are in. Yes. So we are we are trying we are trying to to do our best, planning our best to 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 be there uh, in in November, to be in that position in November, or even better. Yes, so, but but is is he going to do the U.S. Open anyway? Uh, yes, if uh, if the U.S. Okay. Open is going to be held, yes, he, he might go. He might okay. go with. Um, with the physical trainer, with uh, with Carlos. Okay. Is so so then, if he sorry, so if he finishes, he will then maybe have to quarantine if he when he comes to Europe. Um, the thing is, the thing is, um, yes. I mean, if the Italian government doesn't doesn't make uh, a decision on uh, on let yeah. people in without quarantine. He might be in quarantine, of course. If it's gonna, if it's gonna be on the second week of U.S. Open, he might enter Italy and uh, and be in quarantine. I hope not. I so, hope not. Okay, but I mean, worst case scenario, maybe if he has to go in quarantine, he will have to skip uh, one tournament or uh, and then yeah, one, one tournament, yeah, one one tournament. Yeah. But the problem is, it's gonna be two weeks. So there's no risk yes. for Roland Garros. There's no risk to play Roland Garros, but you know, you're gonna lose yeah. uh, value moments, value value days of. Yeah. So it's okay. not. But I, I don't think the Italian government is gonna make a, a decision soon uh, about this. Okay. It's gonna be for sure good. For players, I'm sure. Okay, Yari, t tell me instead about yourself. Very yes. brief background. How did you start tennis? And very briefly, because I know you have a lot to talk about, and we'll talk. I'll, I'll talk about it later. But how did yeah. you start in tennis? Well, I start like I think a normal kid. A normal kid. I had um, this tennis club near my house. I don't know if you remember Jaluca in Camparada, the green tennis. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played there. Yeah, you played there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I just start there when I was like 10, yeah. 11. I was playing a little yeah. soccer before. But uh, unfortunately, with um, with the school, we uh, I couldn't make it for the for the training session with the with the with the soccer team. So I decided to to do some other things. That was tennis. Tennis I really enjoyed in the beginning, and then after after school, after we finished the um, the middle school, our middle school, I start training like two three hours a day in another club near my house also. But in another club, and then and that's how I start, and that's how I start. Let's say serious. Let's say serious. Okay. After that, okay. after that, I 
I, I play some junior tournaments, of course, in Italy, in Europe. And at the age 15, I, 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 I was already uh, practicing in a serious, let's say, academy outside Milan okay. with some uh, uh, American coaches that were, uh, were in mm-hmm. here in Italy. And that's how I started, let's say, my international journey because uh, um, they put me in my mind that uh, playing tennis outside Italy's, Italy is going gonna, is gonna to make me a better player. Uh, a better okay. competitor and that's how I started at the age 15 I went for the first time to the United States to play the Orange Bowl and uh, you, you know sorry I remember yes that you actually sent me yeah a postcard I I still remember that I got the postcard with you saying um I'm here in Florida at the Orange Bowl and yeah. um yeah that is yeah, I think one of the last times I I I, I hear from you yeah yeah, can be Gianluca because uh, at age yeah. fifteen there were only uh, two years apart when we start like not see each other, you know. So yeah, you, you were uh, in school one of my closest friends. So for sure, back in the days, postcards uh, was the big deal, you know. Send postcards. <laughs> was, yeah, was there was no deal. cell phone. No cell phones. Not at all. Not no. at all. <laughs> So, yeah. uh, for sure, if you say that, for sure, for sure. Yes, <laughs> I was in Florida and that's okay. how I start. That's how I start. And after, let's say, when I was 16, 17, I was uh, two times in a row, two years in a row, Italian, North Italian champion, North Italian champion. Okay. And, uh, and in that occasion, if I re- well remember, when I was 18, there was this... Uh, this famous player, Bjorn Borg, that was living in Milan because he was married to an Italian singer. He was living in Milan and he tried to yeah. make come back to, to the professional tennis. So he asked the federation, the Italian federation, few young players, few junior players to practice with in his area. And of course, I was one of them because I was a North Italian champion. So I, so I went there with, yeah. other, with other players, of course, during the days. And the day I, I, I start playing with him, that I did my, let's say, my interview with him. Uh, yeah. The same day, in, in the night, the same day, uh, a call came from the Federation, asked my father if I, if I could join Bjorn for four months of training every day, Monday to Friday. Okay. 10 to oh, 1. Oh, wow. Okay. So, okay. so that's, that's... How, how old was he then? What was his age then? He was he was young. He was thirty six. He was thirty six. Okay. Yeah. In, and uh, why why would I didn't know this? Why, why did he want to try and go, get back into tennis? I wasn't aware of this. Uh, I really don't know, Jaluk. I, I I never asked him that. Okay. I never asked him that. I really okay. don't know. Maybe 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 because he felt he he, he stopped very soon. He stopped at age twenty six. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe, maybe okay. because. There's no reason, you know. There's no reason for uh, yeah. yeah. Back the, on on that days, the, the, the tennis was changing so much. I remember one funny yeah. thing. One funny thing. He was playing with me. He was practicing with me with the an Estuza racket. The the one Boris Becker was playing. Remember the blue? Yes. The yeah. in, the, in the in the in the in the top of the racket. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, no, when I saw him in Monte Carlo, because 
he made his, uh, his comeback in Monte Carlo Master Series. He was playing with the wooden racket. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know how things were changing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to ask you later about board, but we're talking yeah. about him now, so I, I might as well just ask you. But um, did um, well, for example, um, how is he as a person? Did you get to know him a little bit as a person? Is he very shy? Yes, Jaluk. I mean, I was I was with him since uh, uh, beginning of November 1991 uh, okay. until until let's say February 1992. And then he went to to practice in Monte Carlo in March. Well, he actually he asked me. He asked my father if I could join him there, but I don't know. I, I really okay. don't remember why I didn't go. Why I didn't go for two three weeks there in Monte Carlo? I really didn't know. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Okay. And, uh, yes, okay. yes. Bjorn was uh, was a shy person, very respectful mm -hmm. person with me. I mean, I was just I was just a junior tournament, and I, I I often remember. Then after maybe one hour, one hour and a half of practicing, he was coming to the net, asking me if from if I was okay from the baseline, if I wanted to do something else. You know, I mean, <laughs> okay, that, that that's very. I mean, okay. yeah. that's much for of the person, you know. And he was giving me yeah. so many advice, so many advice during this month. And I can say I I don't see him, I don't see him, but uh, I still yeah. send him uh, best wishes for Christmas. Uh, okay. Mentioned it before, Nicolas Masso, that is now um, Dominic's team coach. He joined Bjorn yeah. for the Labor Cup last year uh, because he's the captain okay. of. Cup team you yeah. I sent to, yeah. to be my my regards I sent some picture to him and he sent me back through Nico uh, say hi to Yari okay. how is Yari of I remember him very nice. well that's nice that's was very nice a very nice shy guy and, uh, great shy experience guy. nice experience yeah. great experience but yeah. another thing I'm curious how was his ball when when he when you hit with him what type yeah. of ball was it? Was it very topspin, flat? How, how did he play when you were hitting with him? Uh, let's say, um, I don't want to say that to, 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 to take him down, you know, but was a pretty normal ball back in the days with me. Because, okay. Even because okay. he was playing with the, this very stiff racket, heavy racket, that it, for me was difficult to handle, you know. That's what that, that's okay. my opinion. That's my opinion now that I'm a coach that I remember back in the days. But uh, the, the the thing I well remember that the intensity mm. is not the heavy of the how heavy was the ball, but the intensity yeah. of the of the of the rally of the training. That was really okay. high, was really intense, and I, and I remember okay. it, was, uh, it was it was running to to pick up. To pick up balls, you know, he was running. Okay, okay, amazing. Yeah. We had to pick up balls, and it was like, like, pretty, like a little run to get the ball and to come back to play. That's something nobody <laughs> did me. I didn't, ne never saw this, never see this. Okay, this is what I remember. Okay. But was very, very amazing. High intensity, high intensity. yeah, of course, Co -co compared to today's professional player. 
was the ball very different or um, the intensity was the same? How would you compare it? The, 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 it's a heavy ball now. It's a heavier ball now. Okay. Or it's yeah. a heavier ball now. But for many reasons, uh, Luca, for many reasons. Yeah. Even for the rackets. Even for the rackets. Yeah. The strings and everything. Yeah. yeah. Strings and everything. But at the same time, okay. same time, uh, just few players. I saw just few players with his intensity on court. Really. Okay. Well, really amazing. Very high okay. intensity. Yes. Okay, Yari. Thank you. I, you know, I have a lot of things I want to talk to you about. And I always say this with most of the guests. I don't want to keep them too long. So I might jump here and there. Um, but I wanted to ask you about Marcelo Arevalo. Um, yeah. How long have you been coaching him? Uh, let me say, um, Marcelo, I know, uh, I know him since uh, he was a, a, little, a little boy. I think since he was like okay. eight, nine, because as you mentioned before, I, I played Davis Cup for El Salvador uh, during uh, um, on the 1998-1999 and 2000 for three years in a row, and Marcelo was just a little kid playing, playing and practicing a little bit at the federation. So okay. I know him since back then. Uh, last year, his brother that that is now the president of the federation, is a little bit older than him. Is uh, Rafael. Rafael is, is like four or five years uh, older than, uh, than Marcelo. He had, he, he had even himself a good background on tennis. Yes. He was around top 300. He plays Olympic. He played against Federer. So he had a good background. Uh, but we always kept in touch during, this, during these years. So last year he asked me if he wanna if I want to help them as a Davis Cup captain, and um, of okay. course I knew, of course I knew Marcelo on what he was doing in the tour. Sometimes we we say hi to each other, and uh, when yeah. I went there for uh, the first practice of the Davis Cup, I think we had uh, right away the first day a really good connection, really good connection. Okay. And after that two weeks, because we had one week of practicing. And then the other week of Davis Cup. So after that, Marcelo okay. asked me, saying, "Listen, Yari, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be in Europe in in a few weeks. Can you, can you help me out? Maybe a few weeks to see how yeah. how how we can do, how we can we can um, how we can be each other as a, maybe as a coach and as yeah. a player. That's how we start, and that's how we start okay. and." Uh, I think it's working out really, really good, really well. Yeah. Okay, that's that's talk nice to know. Of course, what, we what, talk, what? talk with him yesterday. I talked with him this morning. Of course. Okay. Yeah, I see he's been doing that uh, world tennis team he did uh, for the Washington. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I saw a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. That for was the Washington quite Castle. Nice. Yes, he, he played the, the WTT. Yeah. I think it's a big yeah. event. It's a big event in the in the United States. Maybe it's yes. maybe the only event going on uh, uh, with this pandemic. With the, uh, with the lockdown down, yeah. Uh, yeah. With the lockdown. Yeah, he yeah, did well. He did yeah. well. He just finished last week. So he's, yeah. uh, he's practicing now uh, for the next 10, 10 days, two weeks. And then let's see if this US Open is going to be played or not. Yeah. 
What, what would you say is the, is the main difference between coaching a singles player and a doubles player? Is it very different, the things you have to do? I think yes. I think yes. Yeah. I think yes, uh, because uh, uh, on single, uh, for me, you work uh, uh, more on uh, many aspects of, the, of, the, of your tennis, of your technique. And then, okay. um, of, of course, it's, uh, I think they are really two different sports in one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because, uh, because being alone, being alone, you can, uh, you can mold, you can, uh, you can speak to your player, and then he's going gonna, gonna to do what, what we did in, train, in, in the training session. But on doubles, yes. you, you have to think, uh, in another way, because there is another mind there playing. Mm. So uh, you have yeah. to share yeah. many things. You have to share many things with your double partner. And uh, he, he's he's playing doubles. Sorry, with an English yes. partner. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. He's playing. Okay. He's playing double now with Johnny O'Mara. With Johnny O'Mara, I think uh, okay. Johnny is really. First of all, he's a really nice guy. Uh, we have a, a good connection because even he, he, his coach. Toby Smith is an English coach, coach from the from the federation. I think they are okay. helping me. They are helping me and helping Marcelo in a really uh, professional way because we are okay. we are even uh, um, working with this legendary coach. Um, what's his name? Wow, uh, I forgot his name. Um, oh wow, Louis. Uh Okay. Louis Cader, Louis, sorry, Luis Cayer, Luis Cayer, Luis Cayer yeah. is a is a coach, um, Canadian coach, but is already is already more than a decade that is is uh, working with the with the British Federation. He builds okay. so so many doubles players, so many. Uh, I, I was going to say England, which let's be honest has never had very good tennis players, except yeah. for Murray, which, okay, he's Scottish, but okay, but anyway. Yeah. But yeah. their doubles in the last, you know, four or five years, even longer, have been very good. Yeah, sure. Sure, yeah. there is, uh, of yeah. course, there is um, Jamie, Jamie Murray, of course, the yeah. brother of Andy. Yeah. Andy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Luis Cayer is his coach. Uh, he, he, took him, okay. he, took, he took him until number one position in the world. So we are really, really lucky to uh, to share okay. uh, many information, um, many strategy information uh, on court, off court, with with this kind of coaches, you know. So uh, yeah. I think for Marcelo, it's a, it's a very good opportunity. Very to, good, yeah. Uh, with um, with Johnny, even because they are, I think they are doing a really great, great job on court, and they are really a good uh, a good double. Double team. Good, good mean, team. Every double okay. team now. Every double team. I can say every double team uh, when they play against Marcelo and Johnny. Yeah, they have to be really aware because anything can happen. And in the okay. you know, we we we, we have seen that. I mean, was okay. was a good tournament. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, but um, uh, it might be a bit of a stupid question, but in in doubles, when when you train. Do, yeah. do you focus a lot on serve and return? Is, is that really where the main 
training happens or, or do you do also other stuff? No, of course. Uh, serve and return, they are the main thing. Let's say they are the main thing, but then yeah. you have so many strategy because the okay. thing in double, you have to, uh, how can I say, um, you, have to do, you have to do things the other, the other, the other team doesn't expect for you to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to do many moves, and and even the first volley. Let's say if we wanna yeah. get in the technical stuff, even the first volley yeah. when when you come in the net with the serve has to be in a certain point. When you return, yeah, and you try to get in yeah. the net, the first volley has to be in. In I mean, it depends on what you build or what you and your partner yeah. are, are planning to do before before a point. You know. That's sure, it. sure, sure. But but yeah. you you practice a lot of a, a lot of things. But serve and return, we practice a lot because you don't have many space to put to put the good ball there, you know. Yes. You yeah, yeah. Because you have the yeah. other guy, you have the other guy in the net that that, that can change, that can pass, they can they he can do many things at the net. So you have to be really aware on where you put, for example, your return. Of course, your your first return. return. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and okay, now um, just um, going back to Nicolas Massou. Did, did you yeah. also travel with him a bit um, yes. as, as a coach? Yeah. Yes. How, I, how was that experience? Uh, well, I, I know I know Nico from uh, from junior. We never played junior, but uh, we played the first tournaments. I don't know if you remember back in the days there were the satellite tournaments. Yeah. Satellite yeah. now now are the future tournament. Okay. Sure. Yeah. We we play the satellite, uh, a professional. They are the the first professional tournament, the lower professional tournament, lower on price money, lower on ATP points. But that's how you start. That's where you start. So we met. Yeah. We met in Ecuador. Yes, in Ecuador. He was fifteen, and I was uh, and I was twenty. I was already okay. 20. I had already my ATP points. I had already my ATP points and it was starting there. And that's where I met first time uh, Nico. Then, uh, then we lost the connection for a few years. And in 2008, we met again in a challenger here in Italy. I went to, to say hi to him, okay. how, how he was doing and everything. And, uh, and that's there how we how we met again uh, uh, on court and he asked me if I could join him for a few tournaments. And then after that, after that, I, I practicing and I travel with him in the European season, only in the, in the Europe season, let's say Monte Carlo, Rome, okay. Roland Garros for, for five years, 2008 until 2013. Yeah. It was a really okay. nice, experience, really nice experience because I could, uh, I could, uh, yeah, Many many practice sessions with top players, learn a lot, and that was yeah. was on the funny part. And that's amazing. Yeah, was a really that's, that's amazing. I, I actually saw on your Instagram. Uh, I mean, yes. we're, we're throwing a lot of names here, but the preseason in in you know before the, the in 2019, you yes. were there with him in uh, in in Miami, is in Fisher Island. Am, am I right? Yes. Uh, the thing is, uh, Marcelo Arevalo yeah. is um, is based is, is living in uh, in Fort Lauderdale, and uh, okay. um, north of Miami. 
and uh, Nico has uh, Nicolas Masso has a as an apartment there. And uh, let's say Miami, I think is the best place to be for uh, the preseason. I mean, you, okay. you have a good weather. You have almost yeah. the same weather of the next tournaments in Australia. So, I mean, yeah. players, top players, they love to, to, to be there in Miami. And then we know each other very much uh, with the players. Yeah. So every, every, every day we can change. I mean, we practice many, many days with Dominic and of course with, uh, with, uh, with Nicholas, because I mean, we, yeah. we, let's say when we are together, we are the same team. I mean, we, we, we help each other. And then other days we sure. can practice with other top players, for example, Feliciano Lopez, uh, Verdasco, Christian Garin. There are a lot of players in Miami in November and December, a lot of players. So okay. uh, this, this last year we, we did the preseason, let's say, together. Yes, yes. Okay, fantastic. And TM, did you have a chance to, to, to hit with him? No. A few balls? No. no. Okay. No, never no. with Dominic. No, I never, I never hit any ball with him. But as okay. I told you, we share a lot of practice sessions uh, in Miami, Bangaros, okay. at other tournaments. So okay. but I can say to you, Dominic is one of the players with the highest intensity on court during practice and, of course, even during matches. Yeah. Well, he, 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 he looks like that. He just looks like, uh, you know, obviously he reminds you of Muster as well, a bit sure, in Austria. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yes. yes. He's a really yeah. um, clear guy, um, very nice guy, even his family. They're really nice people, normal people, humble people, and... Uh, I really like to be with him. I really, it makes okay. me feel even me when I'm on court that I can be part of a of a really high standard group of people working. You know, yeah. and that's, yeah. that's I think that it's it's very important for a coach. Yeah, that's nice. You know, I've heard so much about I've never been there, but about Fisher Island from other people I also interview. They say it's a beautiful place because there is. Okay, you have to get a ferry to go there, but then there is a lot of different courts with different surfaces. It's a very nice place to to practice. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Fisher Island, Fisher Island is a this exclusively place uh, outside Miami. Yeah, easy Miami, easy Miami. You just need to take a ferry, five six minutes yeah. of ferry, and you you are on the island. I mean, you have uh, of course all the villas there all the luxury apartment, you have golf course there. And there is this yeah. tennis club, this tennis club that as you say, it's a really, it's really small tennis club. Very, very yeah. nice, uh, really well-maintained. You have uh, the best clay courts with hard through, hard through clay courts, uh, the American okay. clay court. You have the European clay court, red clay. You have hard courts. Okay. Well, last year, I think they, they, they resurfaced the, 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 the court, so they were new when we were practiced there. And also, uh, you have, I don't know if two or three uh, natural grass courts. So, okay, so, so you've got a, everything nearly. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really nice yeah. club. Very quiet. Nice. Very quiet to practice okay. with, uh, with, with this kind of players, you know, they won't, they won't like yeah. be apart, okay. be calm. It was, was really fun. Yes. Yes. Uh, Yari, 
What is your thoughts on Italian tennis? Do you think uh, it is in a good uh, period now? There is, um, if you think about it, we have a lot of top 100, top 200, 300 players. Um, there is obviously Berrettini, Fognini, yes. Uh, yes. top 10s. Um, what, what, what is your thoughts of Italian men's tennis? Um, do you think... Uh, and also, let me finish. What is your thought of Yannick Sin? Do, do you think we will maybe after Djokovic and Nadal, Federer disappear, we Italian tennis might have a Grand Slam? What do you think? Um, I mean, um, during the last years, I think uh, the Italian men's uh, tennis is have is having a good a good time. I mean. With Fognini uh, on the last eight, 10 years, top player, let's say top 30, top 20. He was top 10 for a few months. And then now Berrettini. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a, a lot of other players. We have like five, six players in the, in the top 100. And with Yannick Sinner, then I'm going to say something uh, in a bit. Uh, I, think, yeah. uh, I think it's a good moment. I think it's a good moment. I think the Italian Federation did a great job to to introduce many many professional tournaments like Future uh, Challenger yeah. that give opportunity. There's lots. There is yes. many many. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of Challenger, a lot of tournament. Uh, they have mm. the opportunity with um, uh, with just a little of money to travel uh, within Italy and play professional. I mean, because you can yes. build your professional career. For the for the first uh, years of your tennis, even in Italy, there are so many tournaments that yeah, they're really tough, sure. high high standard tournament, really tough. And I think the federation did a good job on that. Well, um, Fognini is, yeah. I mean, is already thirty something, so he's coming down. Uh, he, he, he can beat everybody. He can beat everybody. You saw he, be, he can beat Rafa. He can beat yeah. Nadal. He can beat many players. Berrettini is coming now. Unfortunately, with this uh, uh, lockdown, it was, yeah. was a bad, bad, really bad thing for him because he's ranked number yeah. eight now. So who knows yes. now? Who knows now after six, seven months? Who knows? But for now, uh, to have the change, uh, changeover on Djokovic, Nadal and Federer and say if there is an Italian player... Um, Yes. battling for uh, and a Grand Slam, uh, I, I, I would take Berrettini. I, I would give him a chance on that, uh, even if, okay. uh, if still a really, really, really long journey for him to do that. Yes. But I, I yeah. think yeah. he has a chance. He has a good game. I know his coach. I know his coach. He has a good game. Yes. He's a good kid. He had a, a, a good, uh, a good uh, 2019 uh, year yes was really good yeah. for him about Sinner, mm. uh, uh, yeah I saw him is is practicing with um, with this famous coach Ricardo Piatti uh, yes yeah I was coach I was coached by him back in the days when I was like 20 22 uh, oh yeah. really yes okay. because Ricardo is is um, from Como Ricardo is from Como yes yeah, yeah. here here so not uh, far not mm. far from here. It's like an hour from yeah. here. So there were like times I remember that 
when he was uh, uh, renting courts for two, three, four weeks in a row uh, around this area with the other top players. I don't know if you remember uh, Renzo Furlan, uh, yes. Cristiano yeah. Carati, these kind of uh, players. And I was, he was really kind with me, with my father. And I was practicing with them. He, he asked me to join them. For me, it was really a, 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 the best situation ever. I mean, to play with the, yes. the top Italian uh, players. I was, I was and, and he, he seems, I mean, I don't know him, obviously, but he seems to be an incredibly intelligent tennis mind. I don't know. Um, on what I remember about Ricardo, yeah. on court, of course, yeah. because I say, I say hi to him now in Australia. What I remember, he was really, uh, he was planning everything, you know? I mean, I mean, in okay. the morning before practice, he has already very clear what to do. I mean, it's not he was coming okay. to the court and let's see what we do today. I want to see the player yeah. and then uh, decide what to do. No, 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 no. He was a really, really normal coach, but really uh, well planned his job during the day. And uh, okay. it was very intense, very intense, very, very intense. And that's what uh, I think made him uh, a good coach during these years. And then he was always a serious, really serious professional. So yes. I, I can say even I learned a lot with him. And uh, okay. yes, and if I can say and, that, and, he's a really smart coach. He's really smart, yes, mm -hmm. I can say. And, and Sinner, I mean, yeah. so many people are talking about him. Uh, he, he's still very young and a long way to go, but he seems to have a very big potential. Um, I think, yes, I think I have to say that. I have to say that because okay. of the results, you know? I have to say that, of course, yeah. because of the results. I saw Sinner last year in Bergamo. You know that's his rear from near. Yeah. Uh, there yeah. is a big there is a big challenger on February. So I saw him February 2019. Uh, he, yes. got card, yeah. he got a wild card. He got a wild card because he was around 580 p. He got a wild card, uh, and I saw him for like two three matches. I have to say, I mean. The guy was playing really good, but for me uh, to yeah. say that in less than a year he could have come top hundred, I would have said no. Okay. Said no. Okay. But uh, yeah. but things are different now. I mean, results are there. Yeah. He's one of the top players. Yeah. After seven months, I saw him. He won the next gen uh, uh, master here in Milan. Milan. Yeah. Beating beating yeah. top players. And he, I think the, the most, the, the, the one thing I, 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 I really impressed about him, I really been impressed about him, is very serious on court. I mean, he doesn't get, you know, so excited when, yeah. he, won a, when he wins a, a yeah. good match. He doesn't get so excited, you know. He's very calm and, uh, yeah, he, he, yeah, he's very, very calm, very mature. Yeah. yeah, very natural. Yeah. It's very, it's very relaxed. You know, it's very relaxed. Yeah. Maybe one of the reasons that I can say, maybe think in his mind, well, I, I beat a top player, but I can be very good. So maybe this yeah. is a, a good uh, uh, mentality to be, and to become a top player. Uh, yeah. But you know tennis. You know tennis. You never know. You never know. Yeah. He's really. You never know. He's eighteen now. Yeah. He's 18. yeah. Long, long, long way to go. Long way. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Tell no, me, no, finish. 
yeah, please. Okay. No, um, I was saying I'm going to ask you one last question, and then I have a quick quiz, which is a quick quiz, a rapid-fire yes. quiz. But the last question is about uh, Nick Bolletieri. I wanted to know what, what, how, what did you do yeah. with him? How did you get to know him and all that? Well, Nick, for me, I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm a really lucky person to know Nick. I, well, I met Nick uh, the first time back in 1991 when I was starting practicing with Bjorn Borg because, because, okay. because Nick Bolletieri had an agreement with Bjorn Borg. They had an agreement for, for, uh, for Bjorn to practice uh, in his academy. So in Bradenton, in Florida, and here in Italy, okay. here in Italy, uh, Nick uh, opened an academy back in 1990, uh, just outside Milan, in Lodi, just outside yes. Milan. So yeah. we were practicing there. We were pra me and Bjorn, we were practicing there in Nick Boretieri Tennis okay. Academy, Italian branch. So uh, okay. if I remember the first two, three weeks of our relationship with Bjorn, I remember uh, Nick came to Italy and he joined us in, he joined us on court. So that's uh, that's where I met Nick for the first time. Wow, so so you actually spent a few weeks with Nick Bolletieri and Bjorn Borg no, on the same court? No, no, not back then no? because Nick, no, because Nick was there for just two days. I saw him for oh, just okay. Two days. Well, anyway, the days. that's still and then he left. Still amazing. And then he left. Okay. And then he left okay. because you know, okay. you know, back in the days, he has he had uh, Monica Seles, a lot of Agassi, yeah. Courier, Sampras. Yeah. So he, he had all all the top players there. So uh, Bjorn uh, for him was mm. just another thing, but it was an important thing because it was a name. So uh, it was sure. important, but but he, he, he had uh, something else to do. And then and then. Uh, I say four years ago, four years ago, I took to Bredento to his academy, a really young player, Italian young player, um, a girl that now she is almost 13. She's the Italian champion. Okay. I, I want to contact him and ask him if he can help me or give me some suggestion about this, uh, about this young player. And uh, as okay. always, as always, he's so kind with me. And he said to me, yeah, let's come here and then we talk about it. And then how, that's how we start again our journey. And then now with Nick, I think I, I meet Nick, let's say four or five times a year. I talked okay. talk with him late yesterday night, I talked with him because I had a problem with, the, with, with this. <laughs> Actually, with this young girl, I had a problem and I asked him, you know, it's like, it's like asking to a father what to do. So, okay. and he's okay. always, 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 always at any hour ready for me. And I know, I know he's doing this with a lot of people, a lot of other coaches. Okay. That's, that's the, okay. that's the, that's the beauty of Nick Bolletieri. It's a one of a kind yes. person. I mean, uh, it's, it's the what, what, what do you think? What, why, why do you think, what makes him so successful? Because he himself, and I watched that movie on him called uh, Love Means Zero. I don't know if you've yeah. seen it. Yeah, but um, in, in, in the movie, he himself says, I don't know anything about tennis. He says that. 
he but so what makes him so successful what 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 is there something you have learned from him what what makes him so successful uh for sure for sure i i, I have to say this to you for sure he can yep. see he can see through people i mean nick okay. you you can talk to nick and after after 15 seconds he already knows you that's okay. So that's the truth. So he knows how to talk to you. He knows what to tell okay. you in the right moment. He knows what to do in the right moment. It's really intense. Okay. I mean, when you look to him at the, in the eyes, I mean, you, you can see that in that moment, he is part of your suffering, you know? He's part of your... Uh, he's living with you the moment. And then when you, okay. see this, when you see this on, on a people, and in a people like Nick, I mean, you, you, you feel in heaven because you feel, I mean, Nick Bolletieri is really care about me. So you, you would say he is an incredible communicator oh. and he knows how to motivate. Oh, of course, of course, of course. And then on yeah. the thing, he doesn't know about, Nothing about tennis. No, you know, it's very humble. Nick is very humble. At the same time, he can tell you, at the same time, Nick can tell you, hey, listen to you. When the Pope speaks, you shut up. But then, after two seconds, he sits with you just in the grass there and listens to you for like an hour. So there's this thing with Nick that nobody has it. And of course, he knows about tennis. Of course, he knows. He knows everything mm. about tennis. Tennis now is not is not playing a good forehand or good backhand. I mean, at top yeah. players can have one can have a good forehand, the other one can have a good backhand, the other one can have a good serve. But then in the end, in the end, as even Bjornborg always say to me, it's the way you think that that, that make the difference. I mean, if you really okay. think you can win today, you can beat everybody. Anybody can be, and that's yeah. and that's what Nick can can work with you in your mind. Okay, uh, amazing, very fantastic, difficult to understand. Yeah. You should you should be with Nick for just half an hour, and uh, I think it's a dream come true for many many persons. So uh, I would say mm. again, I'm a really nice person to just pick it up, pick it up a telephone, and say, "Hey, Nick, I need to talk to you." I mean, uh, mm. I'm really, really yeah. lucky guy. On that. I'm really lucky guy. And uh, I think uh, Nick uh, is going to be, it is now, but he's going to be the best coach in the world for me. For me, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, the amount of players and results. He made like 10 number one, 20 number two. I don't know, maybe maybe a 2,000, 3,000 uh, top 30, 40 players yeah, in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the good yeah. thing it did back in the day, the days in Brandon, in the, in the academy, in the Nick Bolletier Academy. I think it was really smart to do one thing, to try to put yeah. the top player practicing together. Yeah, yeah, sure. He had a good campus there. He had a good weather there. So for him, for him to do that, I think it was the the smartest thing yeah. to do for him, and it mm-hmm. pay off. Of course, it pay off. Yeah, sure. 
Okay, Yari. Uh, look, uh, I, I, I can speak to you all day, but in this podcast, I have a second part, which is about okay. you. And yes. I, it's a rapid fire quiz. Try, you can even answer with one word as, okay. as brief or as long as you want, but um, it's uh, all kinds of questions. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's start with what, what is your first memory of tennis? First memory of tennis, um, a good memory. A good memory was uh, my first my first tournament in the United States in uh, in the Orange Bowl. Yes, for sure. No, but what was your first memory? Maybe you were six, seven, ten years old. Oh, my first memory or first memory as, yeah. as, as like a racket in the hand. Uh, yes, yes. For sure, the the first day at the green, the first days at the green tennis near my house. Of course, I remember very well, very very well. I remember the racket was. A were, were, racket. Were, you, were you playing with Ma Mauro Saia? Yeah, of course. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mauro Saia was the coach there. Yeah, of course. Was the That's coach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, first member of tennis, <laughs> of course. Okay. Do yes. you do you still play matches or do you just uh, coach? Not officially, not officially. Uh, I play yeah. every week with the, the top junior I have in here and I can still beat them, of course, <laughs> of course. Oh, wow. And, uh, okay. And the reason... So you do play? Yeah, I'm playing. Okay. I'm playing. I'm playing. Okay. I practice with Marcelo often. I practice with Marcelo often. And there is, I tell you now, there is a, a, a national tournament in, uh, in two weeks uh, here in Italy on natural grass. I wanted to play that. I'm so excited. I wanted to play that. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna play oh, that. fantastic. Okay, so you, you are playing. That, that's that's good playing. to know. It, yes, if you have to explain to somebody who has never seen you what type of player you are, how would you describe yourself? For sure, I like to work my point uh, on the baseline. I'm not a big server. Okay. I'm not a big server. I like to, I like yeah. to move the ball. Uh, I like to find my way uh, through the point, and I'm, I don't really wait for your uh, for your mistake. For sure, I, I go I oh, go for what okay. I want to do. For sure. Okay. Yeah. What is your best shot? Backhand. Was were you you were a one-handed? Eh? Were you one-handed? One -handed? Yes. Yes. One, one hand. hand. Yeah. One hand. Yes. One yes. Hand. Did you have a tennis idol growing up? I, I think I know this one. You know this one? <laughs> well, well you, many. when you were gr growing up, did you have a tennis idol? Yeah, for sure, Bjorn Borg, for sure, Bjorn Borg, and then Ivan Lendl. Ah, I, 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 I was thinking you really liked uh, Agassi. Agassi too, but Agassi too, but ah. when, when, uh, when Agassi, ah. Agassi was on top, when Agassi was on top, I was uh, already in, in tennis. So my first okay, okay. On, on what yeah. I wanted to do, I really, I really looked for uh, Ivan Lendl. It was so serious. It was it was like a robot. Okay. But for sure, for sure, Agassi, Agassi. Later. Was, uh, after a few years, one of the players I really, I really respect and I really admire. Yes, of course, of course. Why not? Uh, currently, is there any player, male or female, that you really like? That you really like watching? Like? 
Uh, well, thank to Marcelo and thank on what I'm doing uh, on the last two years on tour. I, I, I can, I have seen all of them. I have seen all of them uh, practicing okay. and on uh, on official matches. Uh, for sure, I like Feder and Nadal. Both of them. They are so okay. different, but both of them. I mean, I mean, Feder is uh, it's another guy, you know. I mean, Feder is Feder. It's one step step mm. up of the others. I mean, there's no, no question on this. And, uh, but Nadal, the professionality of Nadal put on court, it's something extraordinary. I saw him like okay. three weeks ago. I saw him three weeks ago in his place in Manacor, in his academy. And uh, he was okay. practicing. He was practicing with a junior player. He doesn't care if you are a junior or if uh, he practices with uh, Djokovic. He doesn't care. He has he, he, the same intensity. It's always so, the same. Yeah. yeah, it's the same. Even if you play with you, even if you play with you, he, he doesn't care. <laughs> well, if he, if he play if he play with me, he doesn't play because. <laughs> but for sure, yeah. I admire both of them for sure. In a way, okay. and then I admire both of them for sure. Yes. But okay, ne next question is 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 similar. If you have to list one, two, and three, the big three, yes. from your favorite to least favorite. Federer, Nadal, Djokovic. How? What list? How? What's your list? As you say, Federer, Nadal, Djokovic. Just like that. Ah, okay. Yes. I answered yes. it for you. Okay. Yes. Uh, what's the best match you have ever seen? It can be professional, or it can, or it can be like a junior down the the street from you. No, for sure, for sure. The the 2008 Wimbledon final, Nadal Federer. Oh, for sure. Okay. Ah. I don't know if you Best remember. tournament. Yeah, I remember it. No, no, you can't forget yeah. that. Yeah. Best tournament in the world. For me? For yeah. me, best tournament in the world, Australia. Australia and, and Australia then Wimbledon. But, but they, I mean, but um, Wimbledon is Wimbledon. Wimbledon is, for me, it's outside all the other tournaments because Wimbledon. Mm -hmm. It's like the same before with Federer. Federer is Federer, and then there are all the yeah. other guys. Uh, Wimbledon, it's yeah. there. And then after Wimbledon, mm -hmm. for sure, Australian Open, for sure. Yeah. Australian Open. Many, many, many people say Australian Open. Australian Open, um, yeah, it's, it's really, really yeah. nice. The country is amazing. The people, people are mm. amazing. Australian people are amazing. I mean, they make you feel, because it's really far from everything, so... I think they try to make you feel at home, and uh, okay, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and the tournament is very well organized, and blah blah blah. Yeah, organized the tournament. What what um, is there a favorite surface? Do you like uh, clay, hard court, grass? What is your favorite yeah. surface? Uh, for sure, like uh, I mean, hard court is the. Um, is the normal surface i mean you can you can uh, you can have on many tournaments i love to play on on hard court but uh, on grass on grass it's something i mean when i when i see a grass court i mean just make me feel like playing now i mean just yeah, now. Yeah. i want to play i want to play <laughs> so for me yeah. my heart, in my heart uh, grass court it's is the best surface in the world it's the best me. yeah okay. for me, yeah. yes uh, best have you had a best tennis shoe a shoe that you loved a shoe that i love yes yes i don't know if you Which remember 
Nike tra Nike Trainer One. You you remember uh, the one Bjorn Borg has? No. Yes, no. yes, yes. No, no. The, John Macro. The one with the strap in the front. Yes, with the strap in the front. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember that. I was yeah, playing yeah, with yeah. that shoes. I was playing with that shoes when yeah. I was 15. And yes, uh, we, I, we, I had those. Yeah, we yeah. couldn't find here in Italy. And I remember my parents, yes. they, they, they always uh, went to Switzerland. It's very near from here, one hour from here, to, to buy those shoes. Yes, I remember. Yeah. The shoes they were the very, place. very, if I, I remember, they were very comfortable. Yes. Very, very comfortable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. True, true, true. Mm. Your your uh, no. What strings and what tension do you use? Now I'm using an hybrid. I'm using yeah. an, well, I'm using an uh, an head radical racket, customized yes. uh, from the uh, from the company. Uh, I use vertical strings and head experimental experimental string. Um, okay. With the uh, with the with the cross string uh, with natural gut, that's how I okay. that's how I play now. Uh, but the, the 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 vertical is a is a is a polyester. The vertical is a polyester, and the yeah. the cross are natural gut. Yes, natural gut. Uh, okay. um, on tension, I play I play 46, 48 pounds. Yeah. Okay. Quite low. Okay. Quite low. Yeah. Quite low. Quite, quite low. low. Okay. Yes. Yes. Have you got an all-time favorite tennis racket? It can also be 30 years ago. Dunlop 200G. Yes, I, 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 I think I remember that. I thought you were going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where is there a tennis club you have been to that is the most beautiful you have ever seen? Uh let's say wow many wow many i can't uh, i can't tell you one one specifically but for one sure, specific for sure for sure there was a tennis club in colombia there was a tennis club in colombia in uh, in uh, in pereira i think colombia was amazing it was a tennis club inside a, co a golf course but the colors they were okay. beautiful they were, that's that's what I really well remember. But what well, the, the colors of the court? You mean? Oh, the color of the of the of the courts, of everything. I mean, it was in, incredible. Oh. I have this in my mind, there is now okay. this on my mind, and was in South America. You have incredible, incredible tennis club in South America. Okay. Vegetation. Oh, wow. okay. It's, it's amazing. But then yeah. another one, another good uh, tennis club is in Munich in Germany. Ifitos, uh, they they okay. have the the ATP tournament there. Even there is is a really 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 nice club. Yes. Okay. Okay. You have to book a restaurant, and you can invite only three players. It can be male, female, any era. Which restaurant and which players do you book? Which you invite? Well, restaurant. I, I, I can't say about restaurant, but for sure, for sure, I would like to be, I would like to be in a place, in a good place in Australia in January, for sure. In a, in a restaurant okay. in Australia in January. I would take three players, you said three players? 
Yeah, any players, male or female. Male or female. Male or female. I would take uh, uh, Rod Laver. Okay. Rod Laver. Um, Federer and Martina Navratilova. Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. sure. Not Ivan Lendl? No? No. <laughs> Ivan Lendl? No. no. Because you said to me okay. on a restaurant uh, to yeah. speak for sure about tennis and to have a little, a little fun. To have a little fun. No. <laughs> okay. Martina, Martina I, I saw her once uh, talking to some other people. I think she can be fun. Federer, for sure, he can be fun. Well, a Rod Laver. Rod Laver, it's a legend. I would like to see uh, a long-time legend with some other new legends, you know? That's one okay. I would like to how, how they how they can uh, interact together. But Eva okay. Lander, I don't think he's a no. guy who, you know, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Do Do you have a favorite food? Well, for sure, pasta, Gianluca. For sure, pasta. Pasta. Uh, yes. uh, favorite pizza. Favorite pizza. Favorite pizza. Uh, I I love any kind of pizza, but without cheese. I don't like so much ah. cheese on pizza. I would like very okay. very saucy uh, pizza. Uh, okay, little cheese. But no, I really don't like cheese on the pizza. I really would. Like, I I like spicy okay. pizza, but not really much on cheese. Yeah. Cheese. Do, do you like cooking, or not I really? Cooking. Yes, I love cooking. You love cooking. Okay. Yes. What What's your speciality? Uh, uh, pasta. A uh, good sauce of pasta. <laughs> Maybe a bolognese. Okay. Yeah, maybe I, okay. I remember in Australia I was cooking some um, vegan bolognese uh, with Marcelo and uh, and his wife because they are vegan. They are trying to be vegan. They are okay. Vegan. So I was uh, work, I was cooking often that. So okay, sure, cooking yeah. pasta for sure. Pasta. Do you have a favorite uh, singer or band? Singer or band? Uh, music. Singer. I like Latin music. I like Latin music okay. a lot. Uh, Luis Miguel, I like him a lot. And Italian music as well. Italian music as well. Italian music. Okay. Italian music well. Any favorite movie that you remember, that you really, really like? Yes, uh, quite few. I like for sure Jerry Maguire. I like for sure Jerry okay. Maguire with Tom Cruise. And Rounders. Yeah. I don't know if you know. Rounders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the yeah. one they play poker? Yes, yes, they do. Yes, yes, yes. I remember that. Yeah, that was a good movie. Good movie. Yes. yes. Um, any hobbies you have? What do you do when you are not playing tennis or coaching? Uh, another sport I like golfing, but I don't. Do you like golf? I, I like golf. I love golf. I don't have that much ah. time because you know how much time we need for golf. You know that. Are Are you good at golf? Uh. Yeah, let's say yes. Yeah? I'm, uh, okay. I'm handicapped. I'm, I mean, I don't know if it's good for you or not. I'm a handicapped 18, 18, 15, 18. Okay. I mean, it's not that. Yeah, that I, don't, I don't know. I don't. It's not okay. that. Well. I can, I'm a, let's say, uh, 10 uh, uh, on par of the court, 10 up. I mean, okay. 
not that not uh, that well, but not not even that bad. Let's say, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And anything else you like to do, or uh, I, yeah, I like uh, furniture. I like um, furniture uh, uh, of the fifties. Uh, ah, ah, okay. Ch- chairs, uh, chairs, armchairs, and everything. I love. Okay, those. that's quite interesting. Yeah, to find this on online, to buy, to interchange with some other people. I love that. All my houses. Okay. Yes, ah. many things on the 50s. Do you have a favorite uh, country? It can't be Italy. Any country in the world that you love? Well, after Italy, to I visit. love to be in Italy. I love to be in Italy. And then after, I would say Canada. My, my wife Canada. Is, is from Canada. And okay. Canada, uh, Canada for sure is paradise during summer. Really? Because in during winter, summer. Uh, during summer, yeah. because it's winter, it's pretty <laughs> tough. <laughs> okay. So you like Canada? Would you would you ever consider living there? Uh, I would say yes. Even but in summer. On, I mean, if you live there, you have to be there all year. Let's say in summer it's yeah. perfect. Canada in summer it's perfect. During the winter, it's pretty tough, but I think I can manage that. I can live there okay. easily. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, we're nearly finished. Is, is tennis, do you think tennis is the most difficult sport in the world? One of the difficult, yes. One, one of the most one difficult sports in the world, for sure. Because you have many, many things there to put together. You okay. have to be you have to be physically very very fit uh, to play a match of three four hours and then if you win you play again another day maybe the same hours at the same time you have to be extremely coordinated to uh, to hit the ball in a, in in the highest in the highest way possible yep. and then strategy because uh, uh, more yeah. more people I mean you play with more good people you need to be more aware of what to do so mm. i sure. think yeah. I, I, th- I think uh, yes i think uh, yes even box even okay. boxing it's one of the the difficult most difficult yeah for me yes the well, what what do you think tennis will look like in 2050 30 years from now do you wow. think it will be similar to what we have today I hope yes. I hope yes, because with this, let's say, with this virus, uh, starting with this virus, many things uh, had changed. I don't know for the mm. next year if there are many tournament, many tournament as let's say last year or two three years before. I don't know. Economy is going mm. bad. I don't know because you know you need sponsor. So who knows? Who knows? But about tennis, about the technical stuff. Um, I don't yeah. know what yeah. much they can do to improve this. I mean, I mean, tennis already, it's already so, uh, so strong now, uh, so fast. Everything came so fast. I mean, uh, you, yeah. do, do you think just everybody will become to, at the same time faster and more powerful? So it will just be the same as today, but just faster and more powerful. The reactions will be much quicker, so maybe... I don't think much quicker. Eh? I don't think much quicker. You don't I don't think, think so. much quicker because, okay. I mean, we're already there. I mean, what, what else you can do? We're already there. 
I mean, mm. for me, for me, they should they should try to put this tennis a little bit lower on intensity. Yeah, there are many. Okay. They can do many things if they want, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know now. They wanna they wanted to do everything so so quickly. Even now, U.S. Open, they're gonna play U.S. Open until quarterfinal with the best of three sets. I mean, no, I I don't like mm. that. I don't like that. Okay. I mean, they wanted to do everything okay. very. It's very easy to to do it lower. You put um, a lower pressure on the balls. You put a, yeah. a, a limit on the string tension. You put 45. You can put 46, and that's it. I mean, nobody can hit the ball very hard. So you 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 start mm. to build your point as as John Macro and Bjorn Borg did back in the days. I think for me, yeah. if they want, it's easy. If they want. Maybe, yeah. they, maybe they don't yeah. want. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Uh, last thing, Yari. It's yeah. called the super tie break. Sorry, 10 questions. You have to complete your perfect all-time player, tennis player. You can choose male, female, any time. It can be any era. Yes. Uh, the serve. Who do you choose on the serve? Pete Sampras. Return. Agassi. Forehand. Federer. You know, so far you have chosen the ones I choose. <laughs> backhand. <laughs> backhand. Backhand. Backhand, I would say. Backhand, I would say. Agassi. Volley. Pat Cash. Drop shot. Federer. Uh, movement. Feather. Do you think he's better than Djokovic? Much better. For me, for me, much better. Djokovic in the way he, he moves. He okay. stretch a lot. He stretch a lot when he's far. When he's far from 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 the from the middle of the court. But moving on on the quality of moving. No, there's no there's nobody like. For me, my opinion, my opinion, there's nobody like Federer. Yeah. For me. My opinion. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mentality. Nadal. No, that is like, I, I can cancel that question because everybody says Nadal. Um, I mean, uh, because, you know Nadal because it, 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 it's incredible. I mean, he can be down. Yeah. I mean, set to love uh, and then he doesn't care. He, 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 yeah. He's going strong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, touch, feel, touch, feel, touch, feel. Martina Navratilova. You, you, you say even female, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Martina uh, Navratilova. Navratilova. Incredible touch. Incredible touch. And last one, personality on court. Personality on court. Personality on court. Uh, I have to say, uh, I have to say, Djokovic. I don't like him that much, but on personality, he can take you down only with his uh, bo body movement. I mean, with the body language, uh, for sure, for sure. Okay. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Fantastic, Yari. There is the very last question, which yeah. you, being Italian, will know. But I have incorporated this question because. Yeah. Uh, a lot of foreigners don't know. It's the Gigi Marzullo question. 
Ask yourself a question and answer it. Yes. Uh, yes. Are, are you there? You. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Yes, I hear. You. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Are you thinking? Yeah. No, no, no. I didn't hear the question. I didn't hear the question. Oh. Was, ah. Okay. No. Ask your. Ask yourself a question, and answer it. Ask myself a question and answer. Um. Um. If I wanna outside tennis also. Yeah, anything. It can be anything. If it's a really personal question, but I, I, I will, I would do with you. Uh, you. You don't need to make it personal. It can also be a normal no, question. Yes. Yeah. First thing uh, came up to me. Um, if one day I'm gonna have kids, if I want them uh, to be tennis players. Uh, ah, okay. I would say yes. I would say yes. I would say yes. Okay. Yeah. Why? Uh, why? Uh, because to be to be a tennis player, you you really need to be a special person. Uh, okay. You need you really need to 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 be uh, very sincere with yourself, and uh, you have to battle every day because it's a constant battle between mind and heart every day, every day. So wow, fantastic, Yari! I, I think yes. we must finish with this because uh, you have um, you've um, summarized tennis perfectly. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay, Yari. Thank um, you for, look, we we will talk many times. I hope again, but no it was very nice. Whenever you want, whenever you want, whenever you feel, yeah. just call me. And uh, okay. we'll do some other things maybe during tournaments. No problem. Ah, but I, I would love that. If you are ever in a tournament, uh, even just 10 minutes. Um, sure. That we would be great, that. you know, to get somebody on the inside who can maybe give us some, uh, a bit of flavor of what is happening. For sure. For sure. No problem. For sure. would be very, <laughs> very nice experience for me too. For sure. Okay. Gianluca, thank okay, you so thanks, much. Yari. Thank you. Okay. Have a nice day. Ciao, ciao. Soon. Thank you, Gianluca. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Ciao. Bye. Ciao. Bye.